Hello, lovely people. Great peace, great joy fills and overshadows me. It's not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. You'll agree with me when I say this is the day or night that the Lord has made, depending on the country you are listening to me from. And we have every reason to rejoice and be glad in it. We always take the day or night for granted because it is there and it has never failed us in any of our various countries. This is not the work of the government, celebrity, politician, rich person, the community, or whom you know. This is the work of an invisible force of formless substance in you. The power that moves the world guides the planet in their courses and causes the sun to shine on us every morning. That's this work. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it. All of it. Not some of it. I live my life from within to the without. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions. That is the still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude. That's let the whole world join me to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence to the universe. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark continent. We found the truth. And we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time. And I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. If I can see it in my mind, oh, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in the garden perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to, to talk to you and the world on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from today's topic. So the topic for today is that make your education worthwhile. Make your education worthwhile. And there's something you need to do to make your education worthwhile. And that's something. It's called creative imagination. There's something you need to you need to do, or you need to know, or add to your education to make your education worthwhile. And that's something is called creative imagination. According to Albert Einstein, imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited. Imagination embraces the entire world. He again said, imagination is the language of the soul. Pay attention to your imagination and you discover all you need to be fulfilled. And Albert Einstein said that. So creative imagination is the missing ingredient we all need to make our education worthwhile. With the exorbitant school fees that we pay and we continue to pay. That we've paid all the time and we continue to pay. Without creative imagination, there's no way your education, my education, can be worthwhile. It is like salt in any food. How does any food taste without the salt? It is tasteless. So your education cannot be worthwhile without creative imagination. That's all I'm saying. Many have gone to school, but they are not enjoying the fruit of their labor due to the lack of the knowledge on creative Im imagination. They are square pegs in round holes. Many have grown and are still do, they still don't know their purpose or passion in life. They have to be exposed to creative imagination, no matter how old they are. The fact that they are old and they are being exposed to a, their, their talent or purpose now, the fact that they are old and they are being exposed to creative imagination now, means there's something they must do in, in their old age. Don't live in self-pity and say, I'm too old. I can't do this. I can't um, or put limits on yourself at all. The fact that you are being exposed to creative imagination means this is the time, this is the right time for you to do something 
or discover yourself to help move humanity forward. So creative imagination is in the DNA of everyone. But unfortunately, many are not aware of it, especially the black man or woman. Therefore, we cannot make our education worthwhile. We can't innovate or invent, and it's not a problem, but a toll on my shoulder, which hits me to my core. Our upbringing didn't build within didn't build that within us at all. Therefore, the African child grows up and is one-sided, low-sided, and as clueless all the time. Creative imagination demands that you see your ideas, dreams, burning desires, innovations, inventions, etc. in your mind's eye before it becomes a reality in your hands. That is when your education can be worthwhile. That is when you if you can see it, that, that is why we say, if you can see it in your mind, if you can see it in your mind, you can definitely hold it in your hands. And you hear me saying that every time. If you can see it in your mind, you can definitely hold it in your hands. Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Do you think God created it with the bare hands? No. I've never thought like that even since I was a kid. And then when I asked questions surrounding this, I got into trouble. He talked about all of them before it became a reality. That is why God is taught. And you are taught being too because you are created in the image of God. And you have to think things into existence. So nobody can bypass God. If you try, you have a measure of success. But you eventually fall back to your originality. That is why we have many poor people, but a few rich people. The only thing you can do, many people do, is to loot the system and engage in dishonest, honest, dishonest deals and justify the unjustifiable to amass wealth. But they can't be wealthy independently. They are always falling on credit cards and others to make themselves rich. They are not independently wealthy at all. Robert Collier taught me a lot. And I agree with him when he said, in the beginning was nothing. Before anything could come true, there had to be a model to be built on. Event or condition has to be, be, to, to be made an idea. And, and, and I believe what he said. If, there, were, there, had, there had to be a model, something to be built on. We all know before you start a house, you draw a plan of it, you make the exact blueprint of it, and you your house takes shape in accordance with the blueprint. Mind draws a plan. Universal mind supplies the idea, that model. So the, therefore, the primary cause is the mind. He again said, in the beginning was void and nothingness. How did the universal mind construct all the planets the feminine, the earth, and all things by first making a mental image of what you wanted to build. That's what you must do too. Image your ideas, anything that you want. Image it in your mind. See and believe in your mind's eye. Again, this is it. This is life. And nobody can bypass God. Wallace D. Wattle says the same thing. There's a thinking star from which all things are made or things came from. You can find the whole text, text in his book, Science of Getting Rich. I take this opportunity to salute both of them in the other world. I love them very much. I salute both of them in the other world for their wisdom, and I love them very much. I've read all their books, and I read his books when I was in shelter in 2019. And I was nodding my head. And I must fully say, their works have impacted me fully. Not partially, fully. I love what I read too. And I was just nodding my head. As an African child growing up, I knew some of these things. But my cultural, religion, and traditional beliefs didn't allow me at all. It didn't allow me at all. But thanks to all my mentors and my custom-made husband, Egele Manuel Mensah, from the universe, for guiding, supporting, directing me. For supporting and directing me to discover myself. There's no doubt that African, 
There's no doubt that the African continues to live in pain due to lack of knowledge about creative imagination. Indeed, the book of Hosea was right when he said, for lack of knowledge, my people are perishing. Mostly Africans are perishing. The African has to. The African has to hunger, thirst, yearn, and pursue the truth to set himself free. This truth far transcends and goes beyond the going to church to make noise or make merry. As a matter of fact, you don't have to go to church to know this truth. That is why when you come to this part of the world, the West, many do not go to church. But Africans do go to church. To go to church yet resent your fellow human being and be full of cantankerous, wicked, malicious and evil intentions takes you nowhere. And it's a choice you have to make. My duty is to expose you to the truth. You have a mind and I expect you to think. Many have used the name of God to cover up their folly for far too long and it has to stop. To them, God lives in the sky. To them, God doesn't see them. To them, they have to help God or whatever flimsy excuses they have. And their whole concept of God is wrong and it has to stop. It has been said, knowledge is power. But it's a half truth. Knowledge becomes power if only you're able to transmute all that you've learned in school or in college or wherever to benefit humanity. That is when you can say knowledge is power. But until then, knowledge is not power at all. No wonder many are not able to do this. You have to fulfill your second path in the universe before you can say knowledge is power. In my conversation with many black people, a few have told me the black man or woman started this and that, and started this invention and was stolen by others. Well, whether a black man or woman started something or finished something and it was stolen, it was all on the competitive plane. And being on the competitive plane brings doubt, fear, selfishness, argument, competition, and all forms of negativity. The black man or woman didn't know about creative imagination. That is why you and everyone is discouraged from being on the competitive plane. Now, the black man or woman has been exposed to being on the creative plane, which is everyone's best and divine right to know and to discover. Thus, there are no more excuses or finger pointing at anyone. If you tap into your divine or best right now, or best right now nobody, I mean nobody can compete with you. Let alone take away, let alone take away from you. Let alone take away what belongs to you. Who at all can compete with Oprah Winfrey? Who at all can compete with Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, and many more? Who at all can compete with these people? Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, and many more. Nobody can compete with them. Many at times, when people come to me for consultation. We laugh a lot in the beginning. Then we go to the reasons why they called me. My people, my black people, expect me to agree with them on all that they say. I listen with rapt attention and I tell them, I hear all that they are saying. understand their frustration being a black woman. I feel their pain too. But all that they are telling me is them that's fighting against the circumstances or quarreling with the world. So they should look at it from their end. To be honest, some want the truth and others don't want it. Some people even don't know what they want. From their talking and behaviors, they think things have to change to suit them. Or the system has to change to accommodate them. And I tell them, that, that won't happen. And it won't happen. Majority of the people I see, my people I see on TV and social media, ignorantly thinks the laws, procedures and systems have to change to suit them sometimes something small is changed but the root of the problem is there it even gets worse my people don't you see we are missing something the hard truth of life is that change begins from you from your end this way no other way and it is that is what our focus should be i'm very much aware of the truth and scripture says the same thing that he shall know the truth and the truth will set you free that's if someone goes to church but doesn't want to know the truth then i really don't know for that person the only thing i can think of is that that person is a church goer religionist or religious fundamentalist who doesn't understand life and james allen 
the British philosopher said, the universe is supremely just and it gives to everyone his rightful, his or her rightful earnings. It's another way of saying what you sow is what you reap. I believe that others have said God is law. I believe, yeah, others have said God is law. And I believe that too. And I always remind people, it is not about how they want things to be or think things should be or perceive things to be, but purely about how things are done or how things work in the universe. All is all. All is thought and all is law and order in the universe. So, though painful, the hard truth of life is change begins from within or oneself. It's a principle. A principle can only be obeyed but not argued. 2 plus 2 is 4. It can be 4.5 or 4. Point whatever 2 or any other number. I'm a principled lady. And if I didn't follow principles, I wouldn't be talking to you or where I am today. So, I throw the question back to the, my people. What are they going to do? Those who don't want what I said go and hit life terribly and create a mess for themselves and they call me again. Or some don't call me at all in whatever way. I'm like a goalkeeper. I catch the ball however it's thrown at me. In all, I use non-judgment. I use non-judgment. Non-judgment and discretion in dealing with people. I use compassion, patience, and kindness in dealing with people. I use my intuitions only in dealing with people. My dear, let my people, let us put on our thinking hearts properly. Let us put on our thinking caps. You'll agree with me when I say nobody came into this world with nothing or came from the mother's womb with nothing. In our nakedness, we all came. It's, that is the truth. So the question then becomes, how then the whites and other races are able to think, to do something, to innovate, invent, and do certain things, and we are not able to? Is it God or us? The parable of the ten talent. The parable of the talent. The parable of the talent is worth mentioning here. The one who felt nature had been cruel to him and hid all his talents. What happened to him? That describes us as black people, whether we like it or not. Believe it or not, accept it or not. And that should be the burden on every black man or woman. Our cultural, traditional, religious belief trapped us in our own bubble and continue to spiral down in life. It doesn't matter if you're a black person on the continent or in the diaspora. It is in you. It is in your DNA. You cannot run away from this truth. All that you are doing is copying what others have done. It is not your originality. And the sad thing is that we are not grateful. The principle of life is that if you are not grateful for the little things, there's no way that the bigger things will come to you. And what are we going to do? I've heard black people say the white didn't include us. They don't include us in anything which, in, in anything that they do. I'm like, who should include who? Who should include you? We have all something deposited in us for the benefit of humanity, whether you know it or not. Whether you agree with, with me or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you call it talent, gems, gates, limitless possibilities, potentials, every God is seeking expression, or the higher power is seeking expression through you every now and then. And you don't hear, or you deliberately ignore and accuse others, or you shut it down because it convicts you. You have buried your talents in ignorance. Or you are giving flimsy excuses all the time and you want others to use their talents to uplift you, to make you equal with them. That will not happen. Even in real life, will it happen? It won't happen. Or maybe you have not thought of it that way. It won't happen. It will never happen, my dear. You have to be the change agent we are looking for rather than looking for change in other people. That is not how the world runs. Your government... Politicians cannot even be the change you are looking for. Many are frustrated because they expect the government to perform wonders for them. Well, the government deceives them that it can do this and do that. But you, they can't do, you have to be the change agent. You have to be your own rescue. That is the correct word. God has given you a mind to think. To think, but you're not thinking at all. But to constantly blame addicts, react to things, engage in what is what is termed as fighting against circumstances or quarreling with the world. 
So what are you going to do? You might ask me, Egeralen, do we give up on the black man or woman for him or her to think in this negative way? My answer will be, my answer to you is that no and no at all. The black man or woman has to come to terms with the truth to be in alignment, to be in sync, to be in tune, to be all that he or she was born to be. And there will be no problem at all. There will be no problem at all. That is all. This way and no other way. The problem with us all this while is that we don't know we are alive to be the men and women we were created to be or born to be, to take a rightful place in the world. And it's a problem which hits me to my core. It hits me to my core. As a matter of fact, my custom-made husband and I have raised gigantic men and women on the African continent for six years and we are raising more. We've instilled and ingrained these truths and principles in their minds and into them. Despite the excruciating pain and difficulties of being homeless in a developed country, children in foster care in the midst of the pandemic, we were not going to give up. Oh my God, we were not going to give up. We had found our purpose and we were living it despite the consequences. Our minds were made up. We love our people. We know the black man or woman has to tweak something in his or her thinking and all will be well with us. And we were the chosen one God chose. We were ready to die for our people with the truth. But here we are. We didn't die at all. We've emerged victorious, courageous, strong, and built character and integrity and all that. We fought the battle mentally, not physically. Mind is the master and mind rules the world. Then the next frontier of evolution is the mind. We borrowed the words of Western Churchill. In our spiritual journey on our spiritual journey and we said we shall defend our islands whatever the cost may be we shall fight on the beaches we shall fight on the landing grounds we shall fight in the fields and in the street we shall fight in the hills we shall never surrender and we never surrendered as i said in my topic i'm a in my last and my other topic i'm a treasured daughter of god on an important earthly mission so everyone give me way and let me do my job effectively, efficiently, intelligently, and beautifully for God, and beautifully for God, but not for human being at all. I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not the source at all. And I always tell people that I go to the source and I know it works. I have a job description I work with, and I'm very quick to let people know that it takes so much energy and work to be all that you were born to be. Once you get there, you get excited and you do anything to protect that. You want to make sure you're on a positive energy and a high vibrational frequency to manifest all the time. Thus, I'm always vigilant in protecting that if it means away from moving away from people, having my walls up in order not to sink into lower frequencies or choosing a new set of friends until someone helps the African. We still don't know what to do. We see this reflecting in our leaders all the time. They are always begging for help. And where is the leader voted from? From us, from the people. Our collective consciousness has built our relatives in a negative way. Put on the best candidate who will promise a lot of things to the citizens. And the person will demonstrate what is within him or her. The problem is within in the same way the problem is within us, in the same way the solution is also within us. So the solution lies in the problem. Many don't know this truth, unfortunately. Dr. Joseph Murphy was right when he said, the future of a nation is in the subconscious mind of the people who makes a family. It is individuals who grows up to be a family, grows up to be a community, then a society, nation, then a race, and so on. At the end of the day, the leader comes from the people and can only give what he or she has. He or she cannot give what he or she doesn't have. The way the leader is comes from how he or she was brought up. Subconscious, his subconscious conditioning. Growing up and up until now, our parents read to us. Growing up and up until now, did our parents even read to us when going to bed? Even if they did. Even if they did, 
what kind of storybooks was read to us or what sort of thing did we grow up in what did our environment teach us or what did our leaders teach us up until now it is witchcraft wizard evil spirits and all sorts no wonder many of our movies and everything is reflecting that the truth is you are who you are built from within from your subconscious mind that is the truth of life so you've been programmed subconsciously that is why two people react to differently to uh, yeah two people react to a situation differently it all comes from how they have been programmed subconsciously our cultural traditional and religious beliefs have done us more harm than good growing up i knew there were certain things that was not right intuitively I knew there was something wrong with her setup, but I couldn't put my thoughts together to figure out. Sometimes I spoke and I got into trouble for that. I was called Yampuma to no girl. Whenever everyone would take the broad way, I would take the narrow way and I bought the consequences for that. Now I know it was my creative force seeking expression through me all this while. It's only a few like me that is able to break away from such such unfounded and baseless mindset even with that you are punished and given all sorts of names it takes the grace of god to break away and for you to have a different perspective of life i'm there to save young girls and boys who are being oppressed by the system our cultural religious and traditional beliefs have done us more harm than good it's about time to do away and pave the way for the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. Our cultural, religious, and traditional beliefs have to be eradicated, vanished, removed, erased, thrown away, and paved the way for the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. Because that helps you to take a, a, accountability and accountability and responsibility for your actions, and it helps you to create your own realities. And Miss Fox, one of my mentors, said something when I, I, I and I read it years ago, and I couldn't stop laughing. And up to now, it's so fresh in my memory. You will suffer accordingly if you depend on your education alone or your five senses alone. And that is meaning in our world today. If you look at Africa, there are a lot of educated derelicts. People have finished their education even up to the PH, uh, PhD level. But the best way they the best they've done is to decorate the these certificates in their living rooms, offices, offices, add it to titles to their names and all that. Ask them to propound even a pin and they'll come out with all sorts of excuses. This explains why up until now we haven't done anything with the sun. We don't know how to trap the dust and don't know how to solve many of the challenges we have at all. All is because the African depends too much on education which is limited, as Albert Einstein said. It takes you, education takes you from point A to point B. We have the creative imagination because we were created in the image and likeness of God, but we don't know how to use it to make education worthwhile. We can only complain, and that is what we do. And that is the problem, which hits me to my core. We are happy right now in the diaspora because of the sunshine. We've packed all our heavy and light jackets into the basement. God gave the West no. They keep on making fortunes out of it and gave Africa the sun. What have you and I done with the sun? This is a question that you and I ought to burden ourselves with. My people, nature unaided fails. If God gives you a gift and you fail to use it, he takes it away from you. The parable of the talent is worth thinking about. Every time, not sometime. The African takes business, pays a lot of money, and only comes to observe what others have done and calls it beautiful, but is not prepared to do the same thing. My people, don't ignore what I'm saying. Don't ignore it at all. Or behave as if you had nothing. Imagine people in the West or the diaspora also fail to use their minds like us. Then how at all would we be living? We'll be living as if we are in the Stone Age era. Can you imagine? Your valuables such as the iPad, iPod, and all that you have come, and all that. You won't get it. And all these people use their 
creative imagination. All those people who do that, who, who did this, they use their creative imagination, which you have, but it's lying dormant in you. The world is a global village right now. Through the efforts of human beings like you, through Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, and other social media platforms, all these people fulfill their desires, their burning desires, their purpose for humanity. And nature had no choice to bless them. They are enjoying all the blessings in the Bible. There's something God has placed on your heart. And it is your sole responsibility or job to bring it out for the benefit of humanity. It's through that way. It's through that way you can fulfill your second pass in the universe to create a heaven on earth. This is the whole reason for your breath. Imagine how the world would be if you all put a gift or talent to use. The world would be a better place. So I will say, it's all that we are going through is self-inflicted. It has nothing to do with God. So stop blaming God. You cannot sit and fold your arms to be anticipated of the everlasting, uh, everlasting goodness of the kingdom. You can't do that. To wish something sweet to fall on your lap. No, that would never happen. And it doesn't work that way. You need to take an initiative or be a participator in the everlasting goodness of the kingdom. Don't bury your talents and be a perpetual consumer and wait for others to do things for you. No. Some people, they talk as if they are waiting for God to do things for them. To them, they talk as if the Savior that died on the cross was not even enough for them. They are waiting for another Savior. I don't know. They put the self-pity card all the time. My dear, all things are ready for you if your mind be so. God, does, God has done everything and he expects us to tap into it. That is the difference. God doesn't depend on us. We do. He doesn't rely on us. We do. He responds to our mental images, thought processes, um, or thinking patterns. Therefore, take an initiative by using your creative imagination to make your education worthwhile. That's it. That is all you have to do. I acknowledge all that happened to us in the past as black people. But the truth also is, if you know about universal law of polarity, you are able to put things in the right perspective and not live in the past. There's a need to stop living in the past. Every enlightened person knows that if you live in your past, you create more of what you don't want. That is the law and nobody fights it. The problem with us as black people is that majority of our people live in our past and our past have created our realities in a negative way. So we have to be the change agents, both individually and collectively. This way and no other way. Anybody who gives you a different version from what I've given you, it's only deceiving you. Let me put two or three coaches down right now on the continent and give a criteria for people to come to the developer. And leaders will even engage in dishonesty to bring their family, loved ones, and people who don't qualify to come to this world. Up until now, a continent kills people in broad daylight for ritual purposes and money. It is displayed for our children to see in broad daylight. The problem is within us. We've created such a mess and we continue to create the mess. How then do we accuse the white and others that they've done us wrong? I mean, I don't get this at all. The problem is within us, my, my people. The white people only capitalize on what we were already engaged in. My people, let us get it right. There, uh, there's an extent I can go with you. You have a mind and I want you to think. It is my duty to expose you to the truth. And that is what I've just done. You have a choice to listen or throw everything I'm saying away. That's I throw the question back to you. What are you going to do? It's not up to me at all. I've done my work. And it's your turn to also do your work. Look at the African-Americans. They are living in the midst of poor, but they are very poor. What does it tell you and I? My people, let us ask God for wisdom to open our spiritual and mental eyes to see things clearly and argue from a higher perspective. If you come to the West, it is individuals who do great things. The government creates the environment and charges these individuals in taxes. And that is what we must do as Africans. My people, you can't simply copy what someone has done and call it development. That is lazy thinking. 
and anything that doesn't have a strong foundation it won't last i see it all the time and i smile at it all the time graduate unemployment is self-inflicted because the african doesn't know how to think god has given you a mind and if you fail to use it why then do humanity blame god i don't get this and i don't understand this at all some people study all their lives and at their death they haven't they they have learned everything except to think you know who said that francois is a frenchman francois dumaguil he said that and i believe in what he said african educational system is a matter of true poor forget all that we learn sits in our head and we are not able to transmute them into ideas and it's a problem let me give you let me use myself as an example when i came into this part of the world and enrolled in school it was easy for me to get my marks in subjects that required chewing and pouring but subjects that required me to use my thinking faculty or creative imagination i used to struggle because that was not what was brought into me i had to ask god for wisdom to pull through what was put in me was witches and all negativity the african educational system doesn't allow the african to think outside the box it keeps the african trapped in his or her own bubble only choose and pause and forget no wonder up until now we don't know how to do we don't know what to do with the sun except complain we don't even know what to do with the dust and so many things except to complain i told a group of young graduates that we have to do something about our son and they were looking at me as if i said something so strange they were acting so clueless they don't even know what to do and say anymore spelling b is what is spelling b is what we are good is what we are good at and it's that that is she were poor and that is all that we engage me spelling b is irrelevant in our current generation because of grumbling and many more the world is moving forward. It's not standing still or going back. Let us get it right, my people. Many are thinking, others are not thinking at all. A few people are thinking, but majority are not thinking at all. You cannot copy what someone has done and call it development. That is lazy thinking. And anything that doesn't, anything that doesn't have a strong foundation will eventually crumble down. And I see it all the time. No wonder there are no inventions coming from the soil of Africa. There's a need for healing, both on the continent and in the diaspora, for the African to reprogram his or his subconscious mind from all negativity to godly, constructive, and positive thinking. And any white person who doesn't know what I'm talking about has access to the, what the forefathers have done, and they will be successful if they put their minds to anything they want to do. This is not the same for the black person. We all know this to be true, unless... We don't want to be truthful to ourselves. If you put a white person and a black person there to do something, the probability that the black person will struggle is high. It is not that the black person is not smart, but he or she can only demonstrate what is built within him or her. How he or she has been programmed subconsciously. People have asked me a lot of questions. My people have asked me, am I for them? or against them others have asked me am i orange or which color am i in all oh, i don't get upset <laughs> i'm easy busy i answer beautifully i call a spade a spade which is weird for some people my own people but it's okay i tell them i speak my truth and argue objectively maybe you can do what my ascended masters taught me learn to love all learn to love all Learn to embrace all, integrate all, accept all, and you argue differently. And you argue from a higher point. Maybe change the way of your life. At the end of the day, we all can be white. We all can be blacks. We all can be brown. So the white, the black, the brown, it's all the expression of God. And I love my skin. Since childhood, I love my skin color, black skin. I love it. And I wasn't ready to trade it or breach it for anything. It's all to the glory of God. It is all diversity. My custom-made husband, Igelimano Mensa, and I intelligently and consciously used all the negative experiences as uh, negative experiences and what people say as motivation to do more for humanity. 
Otherwise, how do you think we survive for all these six years? As a matter of fact, I had to pay for humanity to discover the truth. I'm a spiritual being on a human earthly adventure. And at the end of the day, it's not what the person says or does. To me, that is a problem. But my reaction is always a key. My mentor, Dr. Joseph Murphy, taught me that. So the forefathers of the wife have done great things. And I simply don't understand why it's not the why, why it's not in the public for everyone to see or read. Look at their forefathers, like Albert Einstein and others. Look at what they said. So the white person has access to it. And if he or she puts his mind to do something, now we'll not blame our forefathers at all. They gave us what they knew, but this is a time for change. We are looking for minority of black people who are serious, diligent, open-minded, willing to think and do things in a different way from the majority of black people. In initiating change, we never use the majority. No, we use the minority. So creative imagination is what we need to tap into. One has to acknowledge that she or she he or she was created in the image and likeness of God and was not shortchanged at all. That he or she is greater than what he or she thinks. That can be anything he or she puts his mind to. That's it. There's no ceiling in the mind or limitation on you. Except the one you place on yourself and you agree with people what they place on you. It is through this understanding we can be on the creative plane, not on the competitive plane. The creative brain is your divine or best right to tap into. Without acknowledging this truth, there's no way one can create his or her own originality with their own signature on it or under it, let alone put his or her hands on a chest and say, this is what I've done with God's help. The mind has to be clean and clear, to be pure for ideas from God to pop in ideas. God, when the mind is clean and clear, God puts in ideas like toast pops out of a toaster. So now, if the mind is not clean and clear from hate, anger, anger, ill luck, hostility, bitterness, and grudge, and all fear, worry, and also, there's no way ideas will pop in for one to invent and innovate. Get it right. Appreciate what one has done and get closer to them to find out how they made it. Don't resent but celebrate their success as if, it is, as if it is your own. That is how your own comes to you. You must believe in yourself. The African doesn't believe in him, him or herself at all. To the African, there's a jinx following him or her. Spiritual eye, anybody. As I said, I'm an African in another language. When we say anybody, people are afraid of that anybody. So because of that, they bury their child and they don't want to do anything. Please, there's no anybody. I never believed in such things growing up. Or somebody can thwart your effort. There's nothing like that. You are creating it. That's the African thinks in two breaths all the time. And gets nowhere with such mindset or attitude. African goes to church a lot. But the African has not acknowledged that he or she was made in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, he, was not, he or she was not searching. And that is pathetic. The language has changed. It is, it is what God deposited in you or created you to be that is important. It is not what parents, teachers, or society wants you to be anymore. But what God wants you to be. That should be your focus. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hand. But he taught it to be in. You were taught being too. So you must see anything. Anything you want to do in your mind's eye before it becomes a reality in this world. That is all creative imagination is about. Either this truth, either you know it or you don't know. There's no doubt that African continues to live in pain due to lack of knowledge about creative imagination. Indeed, the book of Hosea was right. My people are perishing. My people are perishing for lack of knowledge. For lack of knowledge. This is what the whites have discovered long ago. And they've used it very well. That's the thick line separating us. It's not the color of the skin. But in our thinking, get it right. 
swap the West and Africa with regards to the sun and you'll be amazed with what you see. Why are we preventing them from enjoying what their forefathers have done for them? We, we would have done the same if we were to be in their shoes. Again, Albert Einstein said, knowledge will take you from point A to B, but imagination encircles you around the world. As a matter of fact, if you know about creative imagination and has not been schooled and you've not been schooled, that is fine. There are many people who dropped out of school, but they've moved the world forward. We have Thomas Edison, Benjamin Franklin, Bill Gates, Albert Einstein. When you Google it, it's a lot. There are many. That's we welcome the downtrodden, the half-not, the homeless, the complainer. They are all welcome. You just have to tap into your creative imagination. That comes before your education. All hope is not lost. It is in the community and the world that is the community and the world that placed limits on you and everyone. And you have believed in what they have said. Don't believe in anything. It has nothing to do with God. So don't blame God. God accepts you however you are so make use of all that is deposited in you you can hire the educated ones to manage things for you and that is what most people do education is actually an add-on that impression that you are an anointity mr nobody mrs nobody if you don't go to school has to change the narrative has to change as i said the language has changed maybe you are now hearing it but it changed long ago the language has changed and it is not what parents, teachers, or society, the world wants you to do anymore. But what God wants you to be, what God created you to be, is what is crucial. It's through that reason that you can be the man or woman you were born to be, to turn your challenges in your life and on the African continent and the world at large into opportunities. You have to pray to God to open your spiritual or mental eyes to see things differently and to think differently it is through this understanding that we all use our creative imagination to make our education worthwhile as a matter of fact if you know this truth you understand how the world runs if you don't know this truth you continue to pay the school fees but you not gain anything from your education and that is many in our world today and it's a choice you have to make it's a choice it's a choice you have to make my duty is expose you to the truth and that is what i've done i've done god is three o's god is omnipotent omniscient omnipresent that is god you 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 so you don't have to travel you don't have to come say you are coming for greener patches wherever you are you can make it it's a mental attitude that is important there's no doubt that the african child has been known certain truth because of the upbringing. But now that the African child is being exposed to it, he or she will grasp the truth to be the man or woman he or she was born to be. And everyone listening to me will be all that he or she was created or born to be. It is not difficult to tap into your creative imagination. Have the understanding that God is pure. God is pure. Thus, you must be pure in your thinking and ideas will pop into your mind like toast pops out of a toaster. Be pure in thinking, meaning think right about yourself, your fellow human being, and the world at large. That's it. You don't have to go to church, but think right about everybody. That's it. And don't give people names. Don't put people down. Don't do that. I urge you to tap into your creative imagination right now. Right now that has been lying dormant in you all this while. Make all your certificates you collect at the end of your graduation worthwhile and all the paper documents worthwhile. Make your education worthwhile, my dearly beloved. This is the most exciting time to be alive if an individual understands all that is going on in our world. Be sincerely blessed and enlightened by this topic. I throw the question to you again. Are you going to make your education worthwhile? The book of Proverbs says, in all I get, let us get understanding. Time to leave the garden, my friend. Please think, 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 and make your own decision from your own topic. So the new consciousness for the 21st century and for everyone is a determination to redefine one's destiny to conquer the world. It is time for a change. It is time for a change on the African continent. 
as we say a collective prayer and a slogan. As it is now and up until now, Africans are stalling the evolution process and it has to stop. If you look at Africa right now, it's all inhabited by black people. A continent is not a diverse continent at all and it doesn't depict the glory of God. Diversity, diversity is a strength of a nation. Every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and what I'm talking about. We have to clean and clear our environment and surround it from all fields and change our, our mindsets first and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says, it cannot be done or what are you saying? This is impossible and talks in the negativity. The mind with the vivid and clear imagination says, it's already done. It's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do his own good pleasure. I'm the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group. At AMG, we dedicate ourselves. We dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept both the rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-not, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa, a new black race based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Eagle Helen Mensa. I'm a child of God and a citizen of the universe, a way shower to my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I give love to humanity and it comes back to me, not only in million folds, but in billion folds. I wish you all that I wish for myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.